Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to your daily podcast broadcast. Welcome, everyone. Hello to all the new people. I hope everyone's having a great day so far. Uh, I know I'm exhausted, but I hope everyone else is well-rested and uh, doing what they do. And uh, yeah, proud of everyone out there. Keep grinding, keep moving. Just keep going one step in front of the other. No, no step is too small. No step is too big. Just keep moving forward. That's all. If you have any requests, any topic requests, please let me know. Send in your topic requests. If you have any topic you'd like me to discuss, please send it in. Anything you want to hear about, anything you want to learn more about, let me know. Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at agentk 21 That's my personal account. My podcast account is at Agent K21 Podcast. Yeah, follow me, DM me, text me, however, and just let me know um, any questions, concerns, topics. Also, if you would like to be a feature, a feature artist, a feature co-host, however, uh, just send me, you know, if you just want a shout out, just just send me your... uh, um, those, (laughs) yeah, so I'm going to get right into it today, uh, today I'm going to talk about money, yes, I'm going to talk about money today, because we all might have some, uh, subconscious beliefs about money, and we, we, uh, we're moving into a new, a new shift of money and currency, in general. So we're going to talk about money today. Um, So I'm reading this book and the topic was actually about money. And I had a conversation with someone earlier and it was about money. It was almost like identical. The conversation I had was identical what I just read in the book. And I was like, yep, confirmation. I'm talking about money today. Um, I'm going to break this up into a couple of segments. So this will probably be a three or four part series here. Um, but yes, I'm going to be talking about money, especially with a full moon coming up on this Sunday. Um, for those who are not that aware, full moons are for manifestations. So new moon, intention, full moon, manifest. So those seeds that we've been planting, that we're watering and growing, they're about to sprout. So when they sprout, how are we going to take care of them? That, my friends, is the question. So I'm going to talk about money. Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That threw me off. Okay. (sighs) All right. Um, We're going to talk about money today. So I'm going to share a couple of my thoughts. And then I'm going to actually read something to you guys here today. uh, From the book that I've been reading. So there are a couple of books that some of you may be aware of. Um books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Kiyosaki, I want to say. I don't remember, but Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a great book for money. Um, How to, I really should have wrote this down. Uh, I think the book is called How to Grow Rich. Hold on, I have it somewhere. Give me one second. It's a book by Napoleon Hill. Some of you guys probably already know exactly what book I'm talking about. Um, But it's also a good book about money as well. And that book is called um, 
So let's see. What is that book called? Where is it at? So shout out to iBooks. I have a couple of books. Personally, I like books that I can feel. I, I like old school. Give me a hand copied, hardback paper, whatever book. Because um, I just, I don't really read them when they're on my iBooks. But I have a lot on there. Here we go. Think and Grow Rich, the Entrepreneur and Small Business Owners Edition of the best-selling classic Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So yes, Napoleon Hill, I'm sure if you search for him, you'll find a list of his books. Those are a few of the main ones that I can think of that uh, most people know about. Now I'm going to drop a gem on you guys. A lot of people sleep on this, but this is the realest. And I personally love this book. Um, it's, not, it's not a long read, but it is definitely a wisdom and discerning type of read. I love the way that it is um, laid out. I love the way that the language is used, the vocabulary. It's very old school. So um, when, when I say old school, I mean like BC. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah, this is called The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Klassen. The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Clausen. So yes, get a copy of that. I recommend that. I want to buy that and give it to all my friends because that is a, that's a gem. That's a hidden treasure. And uh, it's not for everyone. Not everyone's going to get it. And it's not supposed to be. So let's get into it. Money. First of all, what are my thoughts about money? My thoughts <clears throat> about money is that it's all an illusion to think that we don't have it. You always have enough for what you need to do. Um, And even if you don't think you have enough, there are ways that you can always get enough without having to strive for it, without having to stress yourself out for it. And I think as soon as you let go of all of that old way of thinking of, working harder instead of working smarter, uh, those things can start showing up in your reality. So I'm going to read from this book that I am currently reading right now. I'm going to start um, in the middle of a section. Uh, So the name of this book is called You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Sincero. You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and start living an awesome life. All right, so this uh, portion that I'm going to read from is coming from chapter 24. It's called Money, Your New Best Friend. Um, Now I could read the whole backstory, but I'm just going to kind of summarize and then read what I would like to read. So uh, she's basically starts off the story talking about you know, this one time in her life, she was debating between getting a crappy car and getting the car that she actually wanted. And she took that leap of faith and went for the car that she actually wanted. So I'm starting here on page 204. Listeners, open up your books to 204. All right. Okay. The very bottom, it says, when you up level your idea of what's possible and decide to really go for it, you open up yourself to the means to accomplish it as well. I'm not talking about going out and recklessly blowing all your money on stupid crap. I'm talking about expanding your beliefs about what is available to you in all areas of your life. 
And for the purposes of this chapter, I'm going to focus on what kind of money you believe is here for you to purchase the things and experiences you truly desire. Whether or not the money is currently in your bank account is irrelevant. I didn't have the money either when I bought my new car. When you're available to play a bigger game, i.e. quit your ho-hum job and invest in your own business, buy a house, send your kids to private schools, hire a coach, hire a house cleaner, buy a new mattress, etc. You either need to pay for it with the money you have or manifest the money if you don't have it already. And manifesting it is going to be pretty damn hard if you insist that not only is it not there for you, but that you aren't the kind of person who could ever make it or pay it off if you borrowed it. I'm just going to turn the light on here. It's kind of dark. All right. In order to transform your life, you may have to spend the money you do. You may have to spend the money you do have. Get a loan, sell something, borrow from a friend, put it on your credit card or manifest it in some other way which is going to go against some pretty deep-seated beliefs we've all been raised with about how going into debt is irresponsible, unless it's a student loan, of course, because for some reason we've decided in that case, and that case only, it's okay. This is about taking a leap of faith into a new realm that you strongly desire to be in, demanding of yourself that you you rise to the occasion and start living your damn life already. After I took my great leap into luxury car land, I made multiple six figures with my business for the first time ever, began traveling the world on a regular basis, got my third book deal, made huge donations to causes I'm really passionate about, and helped my clients achieve similar personal best too. Here's the thing, making money isn't only about the money, just as losing weight isn't only about losing weight, and finding your soulmate isn't only about finding your soulmate. It's about who you become and what you believe is possible for you. Money is currency and currency is energy. As we've discussed, we live in a universe that is vibrating with energy. Our universe is abundant and everything you desire is here in this moment waiting for you to shift your perception and your energy and receive it, money included. Money is energy like anything else. And when you're operating at a high frequency with no resistance to it and take right action, you can manifest the money you desire. We all know that we have to work to make money. We've been taught that all our lives. But what we're not taught is that we must also align our energy with the financial abundance we seek. In other words, act as if you're where you want to be. Don't hang out with sad sex and people who whine about how broke they are all the time. Erase the words, I can't, from your vocabulary. Envision what you desire. Set goals. Demand of yourself that you become who you need to become to create the life you desire. Our relationship to money is just as important as the action we take to manifest it. Which is one reason why so many people who work their asses off their whole lives, but who have lousy energy around money are left wondering why they have nothing to show for it. Here's a little one-sided dialogue that may or may not sound familiar to you. Yay, I think you're fun to hang out with too. Wait, what? You think I'm the root of all evil? How can you say that? All you talk about is how you wish you had more of me, even though you're scared to admit you like me, and you say I'm not there for you? And you think people who like me are greedy pigs? Yet you get so ecstatic whenever I show up. And you work so hard to get me to come over, but I keep you in a constant state of worry. 
and you hate dealing with me. And no matter what I do, it's never enough. One minute you act like you'll die without me, and the next I make you feel like a filthy whore. You know what? I'm done. See you later, freak. Considering that this, or some version of this, is the sort of relationship most people have with money, I don't think the question is, why can't we make the kind of money we want? I think the better question is, how the hell do we expect to? Most people have such conflicted feelings around money that they turn it into a full-on circus, reviled only by the equally powerful, power, uh, only by the equally popular freak shows surrounding religion and sex. All three are crammed to the brim, to the brim, with issues and anxieties and stunch. Fight to the death beliefs that cause them to bring so, so much sadness to the world. Meanwhile, if everyone would just chill out, sex, money, and religion could be the leading cause of joy. Silly, aren't we? In order to bring money joyfully into our lives, we have to understand that we're having a relationship with it and then treat it like any other important and meaningful relationship. We need to pay attention to it, want it, nurture it, put effort into it, respect it, cherish it, love it, etc. Ridding yourself of your fear and loathing of money be it conscious or subconscious, is essential if you want to make any. I was extremely poverty proud for so long. I felt I was so much nobler in my pursuit of art and fun and altruism than those people who wasted their lives just going after money. No way in hell was I going to sacrifice my awesome life just to chase the filthy dollar. No. Instead, I was going to choose between having health insurance or a place to live. I was going to spend precious time that I could have spent uh, making money driving an extra 30 blocks to the gas station where I could save three cents a gallon, sifting through piles of clothes in search of the gems at Goodwill, clipping coupons, hunting down sales, researching which bars had free food at happy hour, productive things like that. In my quest to make money an inconsequential part of life, of my life, I was basically thinking about it more than anyone who actually had money ever thought about it. What I didn't realize was that it's not an either or situation. I could make great money and keep my integrity and have more fun and make more art and help more people and make a bigger difference in the world. Oh, I just had to get over myself. I had to stop working with the equation that wanting slash having money equals greedy scumbag. And I had to get a freaking plan. So I'm going to stop there and we will pick up resuming tomorrow. Uh, so I'm on page 208. So we will come back to that. Um, so I was reading that and I just thought, man, that was really good. And I was like, I want to read this. I want to read this on the podcast because I feel like I already know I want to talk about money, but I didn't really know what I wanted to say. And then I found this chapter. I mean, this was the chapter I was on. I was like, oh, snap. OK, I see you. So, yeah, this is all for now. Um, any request, hit me up. Um, anything else I wanted to say? Uh, not that I can think of right now. So I hope everyone has a great rest of your day. Uh, be well. And until next time.